Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Another preseason game in the books for the Pittsburgh Penguins, this time falling to the Detroit Red Wings on the road by a final score of 4-3 to in regulation. It was their third of seven preseason contests. I keep saying that to myself and it doesn't get less ridiculous. Seven preseason games for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Almost halfway through is their third one is in the books. And it was another strong showing for some of the younger Penguins heading into week two of training camp. Valtteri Pustinen and Redeem Zahorna seem to have a good connection going. It's a good thing to see, especially considering those two players, if they don't make the NHL roster, which there's still a question about that, if those two players will be probably on the first line for J.D. Forrest and the Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Penguins to begin the season. So it seems like they have a good connection. They combined for the Pittsburgh Penguins' first two goals of the evening. The first one, a beautiful pinch by PTO defenseman Libor Hayek. One of his better plays of the game. He also had some not great plays in that game, number 42. Uh, But he makes a solid pinch on that goal. Pustinen gets the puck behind the net, and he makes a solid play, a beautiful crisp pass right out to redeem Zahorna on top of the left circle, and Zahorna does not miss as James Reimer was slow to get back to the other post because Pustinen sent that pass out so quickly, and it was tape to tape. So Zahorna fires that home for the first goal of the game, and a beautiful goal at that, combining from Hayek to Pustinen to Zahorna to the back of the net. It was It was picture perfect, exactly what you want. Second goal, not as pretty, but also, if you're watching it, it shows a different side of Zahorna and Pustinen. And I'll even throw in Vinny Henestrosa as well, who's the third player on that line that combined to be the Penguins' top line last night in Detroit. All three forwards forced turnovers deep in the offensive zone. Tremendous attack on the forecheck. First, it was Vinny Henestrosa. He knocked the puck off of the Detroit Red Wings defender's stick. They start to get into scramble mode. Zahorna is in with some great puck support. He forces another turnover, pokes the puck back deeper into the offensive zone. And then in comes Valtteri Pustinen on the third attempt by the Red Wings to try to get the puck out. He pokes the the puck back into the offensive zone. I'm struggling here with the the Ps. And then Zahorna ends up with the puck, 
sends it out to Pustinen, who is right in the slot, and he fires it home for the Penguins' second goal of the game, and I believe at the moment that tied it up at two. Beautiful plays on both hands, and in different ways as well. The first one was a good pinch that made Todd Reardon blush, I'm assuming, from Libor Hayek. Pustinen, a beautiful pass from behind the net out to Zahorna, and he just fires it home. Second one was all effort. It was all effort on the forecheck. The puck's bouncing around, but the Penguins are in there. They're like a dog on a bone. Vinny Henestrosa there as well. And this time, Pustinen fires at home. So nice to see those two really start to put a good connection together and really put together a good training camp. I talked about Valtteri Pustinen as somebody yesterday who I said, you know, he hasn't had a poor camp, but he hasn't done anything to stand out. Well, he, he shoved it right up my hoop last night in Detroit. He'd certainly stood out last night, and that's put him right back on track and right back in the mix for the Penguins' bottom six, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. So Pustinen had a good night. Another young player for the Pittsburgh Penguins, another 2019 draft pick. This one, the first-round draft pick. So we went from a seventh-round draft pick to the first-round draft pick in Sam Poulin. Sam Poulin just continues to keep building on a really stellar start to the 2023-24 season. Everything he's done, he has excelled at so far in this camp. You look at the Prospects Challenge. One of the best players on the ice, he's scoring goals. You look at the early start of training camp, first couple of days of practice, he's looking good again. You look at the first couple of preseason games, he has a goal in each of his first two preseason games, looking good again. He showed exactly what he can bring to the table last night in Detroit, getting physical in the second period with the Red Wings, getting into a scrap, plugging both of his nostrils up with with gauze because he's bleeding from the nose after getting punched in the face, after getting in that scrap. And then he follows it up with a beautiful goal on the power play and a goal that really was picture perfect from what you expect from Sam Poulin. He takes it down the right side of the wing. He's driving towards the net. And everybody, including me, expected him to continue skating behind the net. But he had a little bit of space to go from his backhand to his forehand and just shove it short side past James Reimer for a beautiful goal, once again tying the game, this time at 3-3 in the second period. So another fantastic performance from Sam Poulin, and a good performance from Valtteri Pustin, and a couple of other players as well. I thought Henestrosa looked good, I thought Zahorna looked good, but when talking about the young guys, Pustin and Poulin, let's stick with Poulin for a second. Mike Sullivan spoke after the game, about what he saw from Poulin, what he's seen from Poulin in the first couple of weeks of camp. And this is what he had to say. Quote, We'll work with him on just some of his awareness and some of the reads defensively away from the puck. Just the recognition skills. Once, and then he's, once he said basically, once he can round out his game, we think he's going to be a really good player. But that's what he wants to see going forward for Sam Poulin. The offensive skill set, the ability to work down low, the ability to work in tight spaces in the offensive zone, in the net front, and his ability to finish, which we're starting to see more and more this season. Those are all positives. Sullivan just wants to see him round out his game. And of course, that's a common theme with Mike Sullivan, looking at these young guys and saying, listen, we need to make sure that their defensive awareness without the puck in their own zone is where it needs to be to play in this system at the NHL level. That's what he wants to see from Sam Poulin. So we'll see if he's able to do that, but that's that's kind of how the organization is looking at him. The question then becomes, can either of these two guys, Pustin or Poulin, 
actually push for a roster spot. Both of them entered camp on the outside looking in. And they both looked really good in camp. They're starting to stand out in these performances. I mentioned it. Puzdenin, goal and an assist in the first period, showing exactly what he can do offensively. Without the puck, yeah, there's question marks. Same as Poulin. But with the puck in the offensive zone, Pustinen is a force. There's a reason he led the Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Penguins in scoring last year. Poulin in the offensive zone, even without the puck, can be a force. He's a dog on the forecheck. And he's great down low. He's hard against the boards to get the puck away from. So he's doing a lot of the right things. But is that enough? Right? The Penguins entered camp with three forward spots up for grabs. Not only are Pustinen and Poulin fighting for those positions, especially because Jake Gensel, even though he's missing the early portion of the season, the first five games, he's going to be counted as a roster spot. And Kyle Dubis has already said that they're probably going to have to run with 22 roster spots instead of the fully allotted 23, just simply because of where they're at with the salary cap. So there's only three spots available in this competition. You have those two guys. I mentioned Redeem Zahorna. He kind of is leading the pack recently for guys when it comes to performance for players fighting for those spots. But you also have Alex Nylander, who's looked really good in camp. You have Vinny Henestroza, who's looked really good in camp and has been practicing alongside Crosby and Brian Rust whenever those two have been on the ice. Drew O'Connor is also performing well and a guy that the Pittsburgh Penguins hold in high esteem. So... While Kyle Dubas did say earlier in the summer that he's not afraid to utilize waivers, will these guys be able to push that? Will these guys be able to force Kyle Dubas' hand and force him to make himself you know, not a liar by utilizing waivers to keep these guys up? That's the question that we have to ask over the next 10 to 13 days as the roster starts to get trimmed more and more until they get to that final 22 that'll be out there on the ice October 10th. The quote from Kyle Dubas earlier in the summer is as follows. We aren't going to be afraid to use waivers to get flexibility. We need to continue to have competition. It's the big word of training camp, competition. Mike Sullivan has said this is the most competitive camp that he has had in his time in Pittsburgh. It's a long time. But that's not where it ends. They can't just have a competitive camp because they've had competitions in the past and at camp gets figured out and then you go into the season and there's not much competition left to be had. Especially the last couple seasons, you don't see players from Wilkes-Barre come up to Pittsburgh and get an extended look or get an opportunity to steal a roster spot from somebody that's actually in the lineup. The only time they come up is for injury replacements. This is why I love the second half of that statement from Kyle Dubas. We need to continue to have competition. So this isn't just a question of who makes the team out of camp. This is a question of who impresses enough at camp that they can be the first name called in Wilkes-Barre when somebody falters at the NHL level. They need to continue to have that competition, continue to make these guys in the bottom six, a completely rebuilt bottom six, completely aware that the people in the back, down in Wilkes-Barre, are coming for their jobs. And now that Kyle Dubas is in charge, instead of a guy like Ron Hextall, he's not afraid to make the change. He's not afraid to use waivers 
to make that change. Now, when it comes to whether or not they can make the team out of camp, this is when competition really begins to heat up. According to Mike Sullivan, after the game last night, he said they're going to start working the veteran players in tomorrow evening against the Buffalo Sabres. That's Thursday evening against the Buffalo Sabres. As many people know, players like Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Riley Smith, Ricard Raquel, Brian Rust, Lars Eller, Nola Chari, Jeff Carter, the entirety of the top four on defense, Tristan Jari, none of them have played a single second in the preseason. That ends tomorrow. These two guys have made large contributions early in camp, have made large contributions in the three preseason games up to this point. While playing top-line minutes, can they make the same impact, or can they make an impact with less ice time and a lesser role? Because that's where they're going to play if they come up this season. Sam Poulin's not going to be a second-line center. Valtteri Pustin is not going to be on the first line right wing. He's not going to all of a sudden jump Ricard Raquel and Brian Rust. He's going to be a third line guy. So can they, when they're put in those positions in the remainder of the preseason, there's four preseason games left, when they're put in those positions and given those responsibilities, can they continue to make an impact? Can they continue to stand out? This is where the rubber meets the road because it's going to be them against the other guys I mentioned. Against Zahorna, who's been impressive. He's a training camp hero. He continues to be so. Against Drew O'Connor, a guy that the Penguins love. Against Vinny Henestroza, a guy that seemingly has the ear of Mike Sullivan, has the ear of Brian Rust, has the confidence of Sidney Crosby. That's important going forward, especially when roster cut days start coming around quicker and quicker. There's one that might be happening later this week. Friday. It's not Team 1 and Team 2. Friday, it's just practice. Roster cuts are coming. All of these guys will not make the roster, right? There's got to be some guys that get sent down. Got to be some guys that do not make the NHL out of camp. Is it Pustinen? Is it Poulin? Honestly, they've been impressive, but I'd still say they're on the outside looking in. However, how they handle their opportunities over the next week and change will go a long way to determine who's going to be first in line for a call-up. Pustinen wasn't there last year. He didn't play a single NHL game. He was streaky. He found himself further down the list, behind guys like John Gruden, behind guys like Philip Hollander, behind Sam Poulin, for example. They need to continue to perform in these lesser roles to get higher and higher on that list, and maybe... Just maybe they become NHL regulars by the end of the season. If they can continue to build on the base that they've put and laid out here at training camp, I know I have expectations for Sam Poulin to potentially be an everyday NHLer by the trade deadline. Something that, you know, call-ups, something that with Dubas and his view on using waivers should also be more prevalent this season. So while, yes, you did see some of these guys, Jonathan Gruden, I think, had three games. Same with Poulin. Hollander only had a handful of games. If the bottom six falters, these guys are certainly going to get more opportunities going forward because Kyle Dubas, not afraid to use waivers. The question becomes, can Pustin, can Poulin force his hand 
in the preseason and during the regular season? We're going to have to find out. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.